At least three American moms and six children have been massacred in attack, blamed on drug cartel gunmen just over our borders in Mexico. These are American families. When's enough enough? We begin there in one minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program. At least three American mothers and six children from a little American Mormon community based in northern Mexico have been massacred in an attack blamed on drug cartel gunmen. The victims belong to the LeBaron family. They were ambushed about eight miles apart in the Mexican border state of Sonora on Monday. At the time of the attack, 17 of the family members were traveling in three cars from La Mora, a breakaway settlement founded decades ago in Mexico. Uh, there are reports that some of the family members who were dual U.S.-Mexico citizens were heading to celebrate a wedding anniversary in the United States. Several members now of the family have described the horrific scenes, including how gunmen opened fire uh, on one child running away and others burning to death inside the cars that they torched. Other children managed to escape and hide by the roadside while one of their mothers was shot in the chest as she exited the car and put her hands up to surrender. Relatives fear Many of the women and younger victims may have been raped. One family member described how a boy managed to hide his wounded siblings, some less than a year old, in the bushes before he ran back to the nearby town to get help after his mother was gunned down. The motive for the attack is not yet clear, although it is possible it was an attempted kidnapping. A family member reported receiving a phone call hearing screams before they were executed. The group had previous run-ins with organized crime cartel in the area, including one member being killed. One family member, however, believes the recent attack was just a case of mistaken identity. If you look at the children that were killed uh, it is absolutely horrific. Family members of Ronita Maria LeBaron was driving to Phoenix on Monday with her four children to pick up her husband and then returned to Mexico to celebrate their wedding anniversary. Relatives say her car had broken down when the gunman opened fire and torched her vehicle, causing the gas tank to explode. She was killed along with her twin six-month-old babies her 10-year-old daughter, and 12-year-old son, Howard. Eight miles away in different attacks, several other family members were gunned down. Christina Johnson, 29. Donna Langford, 43. Two of her children, Trevor, 11, Rogan, 3, also died when traveling in two other SUVs. The family members say Christina saved her Seven-month-old baby Faith's life by throwing the infant to the floor of the SUV as bullets tore through the vehicle. Seven children survived but suffered multiple gunshot wounds. When is enough enough, America? 
when is enough enough? A video posted by a relative on social media shows the charred remains of the Chevy Suburban. It had been burned following an explosion with smoldering bullet holes visible in the paneling. The male voice said, this is for the record. Nita and four of my grandchildren were burnt to death and shot up. Mexico is a failed state. It is now a narco state. The drug cartels are in control. We have a failed state on our border and no defense. We have Americans going to a very dangerous state. Because we fail to recognize it. We don't. The media and the politicians fail to recognize the danger on our border. Two things should happen. These were American citizens that were gunned down. Two things should happen. We need to build the wall. And we need to change our drug laws. It is because of our drug laws we have Chicago on the other side of the border. Just like when we had prohibition in Chicago. It feeds these fiends. It feeds the evil. Now here's the problem. We live in a society that has absolutely no responsibility. Absolutely no self-control. The drugs are not just coming from Mexico. The drugs are also coming from China. And if you know anything about the opium war that England levied against uh, China back in the 1800s, it's easy to see, oh my gosh, they're doing the same exact same thing to us. China is using the tactic used by Britain. Great Britain went into Afghanistan and took all the opium and started selling it across the border and got the Chinese people just addicted to opium. That's how they won the opium war. China had nothing they could do other than surrender. Stop, 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 stop. What are they doing to us today? They're shipping opium over to us in mass quantities. They are addicting our people. And we are empowering the worst of the worst. These are terrorist organizations. And we are empowering them. When are we going to stop playing politics? When are we going to start actually looking at actual facts? I saw a story today about how uh, how bad our school systems are. 
that we have the worst school systems now than we've ever had. And I thought to myself, gee, I wonder if anybody's going to look into how we had the best school systems 100 years ago to the worst school systems that are spending the most amount of money in the entire world. We spend more money on our schools than anybody else in the entire world. And yet we get the worst results. How is that possible? It's possible because it's all designed by the federal government and it is all nothing but a bureaucracy. Give the power back to the people. It is it is astonishing to me, absolutely astonishing, that a in a in an era where everything is customized, everything is customized. You can you can soon make your Tesla and change out the bodies. Just leave. You wouldn't need a truck this week. Don't go rent a truck. You just go down to Tesla and they'll just put the truck body on your car and you'll have a truck. Everything is customizable to you. And yet, what are we doing? Those same people that love custom made everything and demand it and feel ripped off if it's not customizable. We're demanding a giant one size fits all bureaucratic state how asleep are you america how hypnotized are you how dead inside are you to what's really going on we're enslaving our children through debt we're enslaving our children through through a lack of education they are absolute idiots our history hasn't been hasn't been lost. Our history has been taken from us. And we know it. And what do we do? What do we do? We save our money, we go into debt, and then we take all of that money and pay 400% more than we did 10 years ago to take our little lambs and lead them right into the hands of the butcher through education here kids we've worked 18 years to shape you to mold you to help you learn how to think let me give you right over to the hands of a butcher who's going to undo all of those things oh and we're going to go into debt doing it what the hell is wrong with us There's two other related stories here. Let me give you this one. Following months of national media coverage over the handling of illegal aliens in custody, Montgomery County, Maryland, is starting to reverse their sanctuary policy. The county executive, Mark Ehrlich, is going to allow Immigration and Customs Enforcement, ICE agents, the ability to access certain areas of Montgomery County Jail in order to apprehend illegal aliens.
county spokesperson confirmed that the uh, to the local news outlet that correctional officers have been ordered to give ICE agents clearance to identified areas of the jail to ensure that transfers are conducted in a safe environment. Why are they why are they suddenly changing this? Well, because uh, crime started to go off the roof, uh, go off the roof, a string of rape charges. Criminal aliens. Oh, we just want to be compassionate. We want to be compassionate. We don't need ice. We won't give any of these people over to ice. Until rape numbers went through the roof perpetrated by illegal aliens, finally the people have had enough and said enough. There's a new study in California that shows that just over half of California's registered voters are considering leaving the state. Again, half, over half, of the registered voters in California have said enough is enough. You know, at some point you run out of places to run. Where are you going to go? Because this insanity is everywhere. Yes, there are worse places. God help the poor people who believe in law and order in Portland, Oregon. But this is a disease. And it is spread throughout society. And this disease kills all common sense. We have a choice to make. And I'm going to lay out that choice. As we continue in one minute. Jeez. Can you imagine? Can you imagine, Pat? Your, your, your whole family is off uh, going to a wedding and they're just gunned mm. down? I can't. And in separate vehicles, miles apart, too. I mean, they deliberately ambushed. I have to tell you, I... Uh, I was at um, Operation OUR um, this weekend, this Saturday night in Salt Lake City, which is Operation Underground Railroad. And um, it was started by Tim Ballard, and he got up and he told uh, the story about Gardy. You remember Gardy and his father? Gardy is a a kid that was kidnapped in Haiti uh, in the church parking lot. His dad was the pastor of the church. And in the church parking lot, his his son, who I think was seven at the time, uh, was kidnapped and uh, and sold into sexual slavery. He has not been found yet. It's been over 10 years. They're still looking for him. Mm. And this father is so remarkable and when when i heard him talk about this i went to bed that night and i had dreams all night over and over and over again i did one of those nightmares where you wake up and then you close your eyes and you have the same dream again 
it was that my son had died. And it affected me well into the next day. I just couldn't get my arms around losing one of my children. I don't know how people survive that. But we are, we are losing our children through violence. We're losing our children through suicide. We're losing our children to, quite honestly, the university systems. Their bodies still may be here, but their spirits are crushed. What are we doing? We all live the same kind of life where we're all struggling at night, worrying about our kids, where at least I am. Maybe it's just me, but I don't think so. I think there are millions of parents just like me that every night you come home, you talk to your kids, and you you thank God that they've come home and they're not completely destroyed by whatever this society is pushing. And now you can't get it out of the house because electronics, it's everywhere. Used to be that your house was a castle. Your house was a safe zone. Tell me what's safe. We wonder why we're having these problems. I will tell you what the actual problem is and how to begin to solve it in your own life. Next. You're listening to Glenn Beck. So what is it that we're going through? What is it that we're happening? I want to read something to you from 1888. Uh, This was commissioned by Congress uh, and done by the librarian of Congress uh, in 1888. Two English colonies that first settled in America furnish a moral lesson that is in full interest and in some respects without parallel in the history of the world. This map, and I'll tell you about the map here in in a second. It's a map of the United States. This map represents those colonies by two trees whose whose striking contrast will be apparent to the most superficial observer, but not more so than historical facts make them appear. The student of history here can see at a glance that it would require him years of hard study to glean from textbooks, and many will see the moral of the subject here for the first time. It is said that history repeats itself. We do not claim that it does, but there is a similarity between the first colony of the old world and the first colonies of the new world. The first colony of the old world was established in the Garden of Eden. This is commissioned by Congress in 1888. The first colony of the old world was established in the Garden of Eden, Eden, where good and evil existed and evil caused the downfall of man. So it was in the New World. Good and evil came here to America also. The good to Plymouth, the bad to Jamestown. As the tree which bore the forbidden fruit caused the uh, curse to be brought upon man in Eden, 
So did the tree of slavery in Jamestown. There was a constant warfare in the old world between good and evil. So there has always been in the new world. The evil of Jamestown has always been, and to this day, at war with the good of Plymouth. Now remember, this is after slavery. This is 20-some years after slavery. Much of the trouble in the New World was caused in this way. In 1620, each colony uh, planted a tree, the Tree of Liberty, then quite small, planted by the pilgrims upon the Bible in Plymouth, where it received God's blessings, which accounts for its wonderful growth and excellent quality of fruit. The tree of slavery was was brought from the old world, and the people of Jamestown planted that. In time of a dispute, in time a dispute arose between the two colonies as to which tree should grow large that it would aco- uh, uh, occupy all the land. Slavery, with its attendant evils, would overshadow the land with darkness, while liberty, with its manifold blessings, would send a flood of light over the whole country. At one time, it appeared that the tree of slavery would gain the supremacy. But God caused that that tree soon began to lean southward. Its friends then tried to prop it up, but it still continued to lean and showed signs that it would fall. This made the southern man jealous and decided to murder his northern brother, as Cain of old did to his brother Abel. For this sin, God set a black mark upon Cain and sent Father Abraham with his big emancipation act uh, acts to cut the tree of slavery down. Isn't it interesting that it was Father Abraham, Abraham Lincoln, that did this? It's a remarkable fact that so far the influence of the two colonies has been felt in the affairs of our country, and that the Jamestown colony has been bad, and the Plymouth colony good. The grand and noble thoughts recorded in the wonderful invention of our free of our free schools, the many blessings we enjoy today, and all that tends to elevate mankind and heirlooms handed down from the Puritans and their children, while nearly every evil which exists in the political economy of our beloved country can be traced to the pernicious teachings of Jamestown settlers and their children. Now listen to this paragraph. Jamestown is no more, but the colony still lives in the form of the Democratic Party. This was commissioned by Congress, 1888, written by the Librarian of Congress, 1888. Why? Because the roots of the Democratic Party were from the southern slave owners. It was all about slavery. It was not about freedom of the states to do anything. It was about slavery. Plymouth is flourishing, a flourishing city. Her children now form the Republican Party of this great country. For verification of these facts, study the history of the United States. Now, <clears throat> I am not here to tell you that the Democrats and the Republicans, that the Republicans are good and saintly and the Democrats are evil. The infection is on both sides now. I do believe one is much worse than the other, but the affection, infection is on both sides. That's not the point of this. The point is the map. 
And the map is shown with two trees, one kind of gnarled and, and, uh, and bent, and it's God's curse of slavery. And it was planted, the trunk of that tree is in Jamestown, and it shows how that tree is, has grown. And the limbs of the tree are really, really important. The limbs of the tree are avarice, lust, ignorance, superstition, Sedition, secession, rebellion, treason, murder, war. God's blessing of liberty, that tree that comes from Plymouth. The first branch is free schools, and we don't mean nobody pays for them. What we mean is that they are free. The people do it. They are free of government. Now, how can you expect a government school to teach you that you should be wary of the government? You ever thought of that? How could a school that is paid for by the government who wants to churn out good citizens that respect and love the government, how could it possibly be expected to be teaching that the government is like fire? Free schools, intelligence, obedience to the law, knowledge, free speech, equal rights, love of country, uh, contentment, industry, philanthropy, benevolence, sobriety, morality, happiness, patience, justice, charity, virtue, faith, truth, hope, honor, joy, peace, light, and immortality. We are facing exactly the same. This is the, this is, this is the war in heaven. A third of God's own children, a third of the angels who knew who he was, chose wrong, chose incorrectly. If it can happen there, how come it can't happen here? The garden of good and evil. We know what happened. The fall. This happens all the time, good and evil. And in America, there is a second choice. There is the choice that we consecrate. Look that up. Not just dedicate. Consecrate everything that we do. We make that sacred. That we're not doing it just for us. We're doing it for our children and our posterity. We're doing it for the freedom of all mankind. We're doing it because that's what God asks us to do. To have a noble and charitable and loving heart. Or you can go the way of Jamestown. The people who came, including Columbus, he came over for the right reasons. But the minute... He started looking for gold. He lost his way. There is a curse on this land as well as a blessing. But the curse is only enacted on those who choose it. Because this is a sacred land, if you choose to pursue Jamestown, your tree will become gnarled and bent and broken. If you choose, and we have, 
that dominance, that money, that fame, that everything earthly is what this country is about, we are going to perish. And sooner than most people think. But we're a covenant land. And if we go back to Plymouth, and we go back to the beginning, and we choose... You know, there was this argument in the 1850s. Which are we? Are we the sons and daughters of Plymouth, or are we the sons and daughters of Jamestown? Well, thank God. They chose before the Civil War. They are the people of Plymouth, not Jamestown. We have to make that same choice again, and it is that simple. More in a minute. Oh, welcome to the uh, welcome to the program. This is um, this is one of the reasons why yesterday I was talking about Kanye and really excited about what Kanye is doing because Kanye is giving people permission to say, "Yeah, I'm a Jesus freak. Yeah, I believe in God." He's giving people permission to go there and look at it doesn't take very much. Look at the size of the crowd and the makeup of the crowd. It shows we're not apart racially. There is one thing that brings us together, and that's goodness and God. And look at the size of this. There is a renewal that is coming, and uh, it is the third great awakening. And people have been praying for it for a very long time. The, the last great awakening that we had was at the Civil War. And it solved the problem that no one thought could be solved. If you think it's bad now, just remember, they beat a senator almost to death in the well of the Senate. If you think things are bad, think of a congressman coming over now and beating a senator almost to death. And then no one in the government investigating or arresting that individual. And the person that we had the beat down was in such bad health afterwards, it took him three years to get better. That's how bad it was at the Civil War. We're not there yet. We're, we're approaching that. But we're not there yet. That's how bad it was. And what solved it was the recognition that there were two countries truly at battle. And it happened to be on the dividing line of north and south. This time it's not there. This time there is no dividing line. But we are two countries. And we are the country that came from Plymouth and the country of greed and corruption and slavery and racism and cannibalism that came from Jamestown. Which one? Which one do you choose? Are you saying cannibalism is not desirable? Well, is that it's not an optimal choice. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, you know, you got to do what you got to do, I guess. Seems suboptimal. Suboptimal. Yeah, sub-optimal. yeah sub-optimal. it does. Yeah. I think you're right about that. 
But, you know, this also helps people, I think, this understanding of Jamestown and Plymouth helps people understand. Because what, what's, what's happening is we are being told that all of America is bad. Mm-hmm. No, it's not. No, it's not. There were those who came, 1620, Jamestown, bad. It worked out horribly, and they came for cash. And then there was the the pilgrims and the Puritans that came. That wasn't bad. That didn't work out the same way. That that one didn't kill all the Indians. That that one was good. And the farther we get away from the purpose and the ideas and the covenant of Plymouth, the more lost we become. All we have to do is go back to where we started. Don't collect $200, but go back to where we started. All right, politics and uh, so much more. Uh, An update on the impeachment. Some new revelations because of FISA reports. We'll have that coming up next. You're listening to Glenn Beck. There's a